Living with ADHD can sometimes feel like you keep discovering new ways that you're a lot like a moth drawn to a flame. Before you know it, your brain has pulled you right into a productivity-destroying trap. Will this one be new to you or familiar? Let's find out. Hi, I'm David. Maybe something about my story will sound familiar to you. I was a business owner working in marketing who had somehow managed to make it all the way to my 40s before I discovered that the thing that was torpedoing my world was ADHD. So I went on a quest. I was looking for a coach and I found the amazing Dana Rayburn. I saw such dramatic results that I thought more people need a dose of Dana in their lives. And the Kick Some ADHD podcast was born. I'm getting nothing I've got for Christmas. Mommy nothing and Daddy are mad. Got no how how terrible does that? Actually, it, you know what, Dana? People can now tell which of us actually sings. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> oh gosh, that's pretty terrible. David. Yeah. David. Hi, Dana. It's hi. Today on on the song front, you only you get all or nothing. You all get or all, nothing. both of us and singing two different songs or nothing. Yes, and that is because our topic today is all or nothing thinking. All right, number one, three, eight. What is all or nothing thinking, Dana? All or nothing thinking is something that we do with ADHD. And it is a distorted thinking pattern that um, comes with ADHD. It also, also anxiety. There's, there's ther- therapists talk about this as well, but it does pertain to attention deficit. So we often th- think in absolutes. There is no gray area in between. It's 100% or zero, it's all or nothing. There is no middle ground. And this is sometimes referred to as black or white thinking, right? Like this black and white thinking. And we don't, yeah. I mean, we're trying to avoid those yeah. terms these yeah. days. So I think all or nothing is kind of an, uh, a good way or the absolutes. But I'm, I'm, are we, are, does this happen like specifically with regard to things we struggle with with ADHD or, or is the suggestion that we just tend to think this way? We tend to think this way sometimes, okay. and it causes struggles. Okay, I see. It, it it throws blocks in front of us. Okay. And David, as we were talking before we started recording, I let you know that this is an idea that I'm just developing, and I have taken it and expanded it further than often what you'll read about, about attention deficit, if you're doing some research all or nothing thinking. We're broadening the ideas here. And I don't know if it works yet or not. So I want to know. I want to know what you think. Fair enough. you. Uh, Listeners, I would love to know what you think is, oh, is this really true or not? Okay. Okay. I have We know all all or nothing thinking is true in some respects, and we'll talk about those as well. And what I've been doing over the last few weeks is as clients are in coaching calls, as they're talking about it, I'm actually taking notes. So we have some real life examples in here. Ooh. And of course, the names will be not given because we need to protect the innocent. And the guilty. <laughs> and also, I have very strict confidentiality agreements with Of course. Everybody. You don't have to worry that if you're in coaching with Dana, you'll show up as an example, <laughs> at least not not by name. On, on the I'm the most imp- boring person you'll ever sit next to at a dinner party. Oh, yeah. Well, not really. <laughs> 
No. <laughs> because I can't talk about my work. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you'll talk about plenty of other things, and that makes you fun this to be true. around. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This we know. Okay. Okay. This we know. All right. So all or nothing thinking, it hijacks our thoughts, and often it causes us to get stuck. Um, we think it. this has to be this way. And it makes it challenging for us to find realistic ways of doing things or alternatives. So it just makes everything harder and it just causes us to get cemented and stuck in what we're trying to do. Okay, so I think I'm starting to track. Like this is a thought pattern that that shows up, but it may not be how... Like So like, for example, my, my first thought was, well, actually, Dana, it's not that black and white. You see, because I am the kind of person and, and it's true because as like a super hyper analytical person, you can present an idea to me and I look at nuance and I think like I don't like to think in extremes. However, however, if you if I start on a project, I get some idea in my head about how it should go. And then there's no doing it partial partially like. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what we're referring to here. Yes. Right? Yes. So let's throw let's roll into the examples okay. of the different types and the problems it causes. So, and hopefully it'll get clearer for you as we start talking about it. So one of the big problems is perfectionism. Yeah, it's been nice knowing the, you, Dana. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to step on my toes today. I knew it. Okay, David, in my mind, you're absolutely perfect. <laughs> oh, is Practically it? perfect. Well, oh, it's a good thing you live on the other side of the country, Dana. Yeah. <laughs> so perfectionism it's this idea that anything less than perfect feels like it's a total failure so why even bother starting <sighs> or yeah. else if i can't do it perfectly i'm not going to do it at all or i'm going to you know kill myself and give my give a kidney in order to do this perfectly which is i think what you tend to do yeah, I, both both my kidneys are actually intact, but I, I <laughs> you're no, you're right. It's it's and a lot of times to me it, it it's well, I don't know if this is true actually now that I start to say it, but I know that this shows up at least when I get into a project and I'm not able to finish it on a like in a single work session or something. And then sometimes getting back to it if you ask me to dial down my expectations about what the final product should be, nope like you know so either i got to do it all the way or 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 not at all and then it, it can be like a gut punch you know and yeah and then what happens yeah it doesn't you know if i get trapped in that thinking <laughs> it the thing never happens whatever like it yeah. just you know languishes right yeah and it's true it's right. very binary it, yes it's it's binary it's either all or yeah. Okay. So I see where I see I see what we're talking about pretty clearly. Right. So here's where I see it show up in real life examples. So one man I work with, he he says he won't do anything in. He, there are things he won't do unless he can do them perfectly. And as he's thinking about doing something, his gut expectation is perfection. So he has this expectation that it has to be perfect. And then his gut reaction is it won't be perfect, so why bother? Yeah. So then he procrastinates. Okay. So And mm -hmm. and then things get harder to do. Yeah. Yep. They do. Makes sense. Yeah, it does. Because yeah. then it snowballs. And and especially yeah. in our in our minds, like the amount yes. of effort it takes to do a thing just grows as we dread it. Exactly. 
<laughs> exactly. And so what and in the coaching call the other day, we really dug deep into this because I want him to be able to identify when he's doing it. And that's why we were able to say, okay, what do you what's going on? And he says, my first expectation is I have to do things perfectly. And then my brain comes in, the whiny little child comes in and says, oh, but I can't do it perfectly. So why bother? And this is a very, very successful man in the business world. He's a high level manager. Good for him for being yeah. successful. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that just, so this isn't, you know, some guy living in his parents' basement. Um, so that's one. Many clients will come to coaching calls and they say, I failed. You know, my homework was such and such. I failed. I didn't do it every single day. So I'm an absolute failure. You know, just, you, know, you might as well quit trying to help me. It's like planning. Oh, I didn't plan every day, so I failed. Or I didn't make my bed every day. Or I didn't do whatever it is, their tr- habit they're trying to build. Yeah, so this this is a trap for us because as we've talked about over and over on this podcast, we're not aiming for perfection anyway. What we're trying to shoot for is consistency or... An Increased consistency. Improved consistency, right. Yeah, but and never, ever, ever going to that idea of perfection because perfection is impossible for everyone, especially for us. <laughs> especially for and us. And so this, so, so they, these people that are saying this know this because... I tell them this stuff all the time. We're looking at consistency, but it still is their natural reaction is, oh, I'm a failure. I didn't do it perfectly every single time. Yeah, and that mentality is just, it's always going to lead to the same conclusion as long as you, (laughs) you know, if if lack of perfection equals 100% failure, then you're always going to feel like a complete failure all the time. Right. Except for those rare magical moments where we can manage to do something that we look at and we go, wow, that was genius. And then, and that's it. I think we kind of get hung up on that. Like we get addicted to that little high, don't we? What? Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, I was singing that magic moment. Oh, I see. More music. Sorry. No, it's good. So, yeah. I think, and and we say it's like, it's like, it's like the, I remember in the 80s when crack cocaine took off and the basketball stars would get hooked after one dose and you yes. and, and you would think like oh how is that even possible but i think that we have that happen at some level in our in our lives when we've mm-hmm. when we have those moments of genius where we're just like well if i can't do that well then there's, there's no if it oh, okay all right yeah no yeah. this happens okay. this happens yeah. yeah okay and another thing with um procrastination is we pro well no that was perfectionism sorry change topic uh okay so procrastination a lot of it is caused by black and, or excuse me, all or nothing thinking. And the perfectionism, I mean, a lot of these are closely related, sure. aren't they? Yeah. But when we're procrastinating, as we mentioned before, projects can appear a lot bigger or harder to do than they really are. We think it will take too long. We get overwhelmed and our brain shuts down or we start spinning. We don't know where to start. We don't know what to do. Yes. Okay. So one example from a client is he has a really hard time doing his dishes. I mean, and it gets, it's it's a, a really hard problem for him. And so he thinks washing that lunch dish is too hard to do. I'll do it later. And just sets it down and walks away. And then dinner. And then, and he's a cook. So these things start to pile up. 
And yes, then then it becomes too hard to do. But really, when you dial, dig into it, is rinsing that one dish and putting it in the dishwasher really so hard to do that you can't do it? How long will this take you? Oh, 15 seconds. Yeah. So that's just one example of that. But it's, it's um, the emotion that we've attached to the thing that causes us to shut down, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Which I know we're going to start talking about soon. So I'm... Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I am. Okay. Pretty sure. Okay. Okay. And, and so I see this, this idea that projects are so big when they really aren't. They, we just, they blow out of our, out of proportion our head. We get really very unrealistic. So it's all, I'm, I'm just not going to do any of it because I can't do it all. Yeah. And I think, so this, for me, sometimes this shows up as um, when the kind of work that I know I want to do on a thing requires my best brain power. Mm-hmm. And I, if I don't feel like I have that available to me, I just keep putting the thing off. And then, and then eventually it disappears into the long list of things I'll probably never do because, you know, even no matter how, like I've got, I've got an example, Dana, and I'm going to, I'm telling you this at my own peril Uh oh. because I know that you're going to ask me about this later. There is a, an insurance (laughs) claim I need to file that has to do with a county park. It's a long story. It's kind of a funny story, but we're not going to tell the story. We don't have time right now. The bottom line is that it's been a year. And they should fix my car and the damage to it. And I haven't gone through the process of filing the claim because I know it needs to happen in a certain way. And I want my best brain to show up. And it's been a year, Dana. My best brain's been here any number of days. Yeah, I've I've had access to your best brain quite a bit over the past year, David. Okay, so we're not going to get into coaching on that no, right now. No. But you know that will come up. Well, I do, but yeah. But I so feel that's this. exactly you're yeah. you're making it. Yeah, you're you're blowing it out of proportion. And doing this to some extent is an actual strategic form of procrastination. We may have talked about that before. I do this all the time. I can't. I don't have the mental right. bandwidth to do this thing right now. So I will do it. Not just later, but when. But not when yeah, yeah. No, it, but for me, it's always not now. <laughs> yeah, it's the not now. It's the not now. And and yeah. that is actually blowing it way out. It of It does. Yeah. Proportion. Now the thing is a big deal in my mind. Now it's a deal. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and they're going to say this is how long is this? You know, oh, whatever. I know. Yeah. So, and they're going to are they going to deny it just out of the fact that well <laughs> you waited too long, dork? You know, like yeah. I don't know. You know. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Don't be. No, I mean I appreciate that, but no, it's 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 true, and and that yeah. So I and it's kind of a blend of the two things. Too. The, the you used mm-hmm. a, a similar story for 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 perfectionism and procrastination, and this is both. And it's yeah, in, in, it's in my mind. They're it's closely become, related. Yeah, no, they are, and yeah. I can see why you distinguish yeah. them. But yeah. this is now just both. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So another thing. Another example or another thing that black and white, excuse me, because that's what we've always called it, all or nothing thinking does is our planning becomes very unrealistic. We get this idea, I have to do it this way without considering options. And God forbid you ever come to me and suggest any other alternatives Uh when I'm in that state. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because then I'll dig in. Even if I don't, even if like part of my brain is going, yeah, that's probably true. There's this automatic reaction that's like, no, 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 no. I've built a moat around this castle. 
it. Yes. None shall yes. pass. You know. None shall pass. And that. So, yeah. one client, when my, I love this example because it just makes me smile and giggle. Is he needed to polish his shoes, and his shoes were not polished, and he said, and David's rolling his eyes, thinking, "Well, I'm gonna polish." No, anyway, I know you polish your shoes. I have a, anyway, I have a device he, for it, actually. And <laughs> yeah, please he, continue. He said. I need to polish my shoes and, and okay, you know, what's going on? He said, well, they have to sit for 24 hours after I put the polish on. Oh, no. Before I can buff them. Oh, oh, no. And then and then and, we all know what happens. Like, he only realizes he needs to right. polish them when he's got to go wear them to an outing and right. in two hours. And, yes, and he doesn't have 24 hours so it, to let them sit. And, and I'm, really, where'd you hear that rule? Yeah. Yeah, so that is, and he gets really stuck on that. Yikes! Ouch. I feel that pain. I do. Yeah. yeah. So that is that's an an example of that. The planning becomes realistic. The steps become unrealistic when we've got this all or nothing. If I can't let them sit for twenty four hours after I put the polish on before I buff them, I'm not going to do it. And see, even if that were true, and I'm not suggesting that it's not true, that they need to sit for 24 hours. I don't hours. think it's true. But e- I've even been if polishing were, shoes for a lot of years, and I've never... Have, yeah. but, but just for the sake of argument, it, let's, say it's, let's say it is true. The yes. trap is that you have to have 26 hours of advance notice before you want the shoes. <laughs> and that's just not right. ever going to happen when you have ADHD and you're not you know, engaged in the kind of... you know. Yes. habitual planning that we talk about <laughs> yes yeah yes yikes so that's that's also the planning just becomes totally unrealistic and undoable yep i feel that one right the next one that i'm not sure if this one's all or nothing thinking or not but i i i'm throwing it in the category and this is one that i'm still pondering and this is one thing i do and i know a lot of us do it's have habit or system constipation is what i call it we just get stuck in doing things in ways that don't serve us so this kind of fits in with the shoe polishing doesn't it it does yeah so maybe we don't have as many things this listeners no, no, i like this rarely get something new that i'm just creating figuring out as we're talking about it on the podcast but it, most stuff i've thought about deeper than this but if you do get something new <laughs> like this it's constipation and that i think is beautiful <laughs> okay <laughs> so the 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 system constipation we get stuck and our creativity gets blocked and we stay stuck so i have to do something this way or i might as well not do it at all or this is the way it just absolutely has to be done yeah, and I do think that I see why you say this is similar to the previous, but yeah, but it's but it's a different it's a issue. Different. Yeah, because because the, you know in 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 the in the shoes example, it it relies on planning that you know mm-hmm. it's like it's like two. Which one is the weakest link here? <laughs> there are two, yeah. and now this one is like well, whatever your system is may not be serving you well anymore. But and it's time to change it. But and this is when I do. Yeah, but we don't want to change yeah. the system. Right. Yeah. Right. So I'm resisting getting paperless bills. And I I say, I just keep saying, I have to have my bills in paper. That's the way my system is built. I did this for years, Dana. I refused to allow myself to get paperless bills. I did for years. Oh, and that's where I am. And And I was thinking about it the other day and not getting 
insisting on getting paper bills means I've got a file drawer full of things that I have to manage of paper. And this was built on my old way of living with ADHD that I don't think I necessarily need anymore. I do have to have a way to remember to pay them, but I can set that up easily enough. I And I've similarly resisted auto pay on anything. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and I'm still fundamentally opposed to it in most cases, but there are bills now that I mean, by virtue of life, Netflix doesn't allow you, for example, right? <laughs> you know, to, right. to not have it on auto pay. So there are yeah. things like that. But yeah, I did this for many years. And um, and I will just say that that going to paperless bills means the pile of unfiled crapola is smaller. Yes. But you actually file your stuff. So Yeah, I don't yeah. have a pile of unfiled crapola. But after the taxes are done, then they all need to be moved. And I've got file drawers full of papers. And you have to... Yeah. Do it. And some of this too, because you have a business, I, I this was part of my rationale was like, you have to keep business records for seven years after you finish paying the taxes on them or whatever that is. Right. So, cause if you yeah. ever get audited, which of course, have I ever been audited in my life? No, but dang it, I have that. records going back. Yeah, We have records. Yeah. Anyway. So that is, it's the kind it's, and whether I go to paperless billing or in, invoicing or not, it's, um, not even considering it, just automatically saying no. Yeah, it's an automatic hard no. Yep. It's an automatic hard no, no, instead of stepping back and saying, huh, okay, what are options here? So it's that that all or nothing, no, I'm not, I'm sticking with this way. Yep, good. Yeah, familiar We've with that one. <laughs> done it this way for 80 years and I'm going to keep doing it this way. Yeah, yep. I've seen that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Next, ready for the next I'm, one? Yeah, I'm ready. Life balance. So we're notoriously all mm. or nothing. We don't really hang out in this nicely balanced area, neutral, neutral area of life. So it's either I'm so bored I'm going to die or I have so much to do I can't cope. And it's like this switch. It's very rare. I have too many projects. Or, I've got nothing to do, I'm bored. It's very rare that we're in this nice middle ground. Yeah. It's either stressed hair on fire or lounging around drooling and not having access to your brain. Yeah. Yeah. That is also true for me at times. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, so that balance of life and activity and things is, it's, we are, it's very much of an all or nothing, 100% or zero, and there's, and often there's just, it's hard to stay in that middle ground. I think, I think to some degree I'm terrified, terrified of boredom, and so I just, mm-hmm. I always err on the side of having way too many commitments and things going on, because yeah. then I don't ever have to worry about boredom. Right. Yeah, boredom is, is awful. Yeah. No, it's bad. Because then you have to sit there and notice. Yeah. All the things. Yeah. 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 So what, okay, anyway, so that's another example. Um, Very literal is another thing. Absolutes, extremes. Uh, One client, she says in friendships, she's not discriminating about who's earned the right to be in her inner circle or her outer circle of friends either. Everyone is invited to be considered to be my dearest best friend or no one is invited in. Hmm. 
Or another example of this from someone else is I can't organize the bedroom until we've re- renovated the house. Yikes. And then you find you won't renovate the house because there's too much clutter in the bedroom. Right. (laughs) Yeah. You can't even have the contractor or the architect or whoever come over because there's too much clutter. They can't even see how big a room is. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So it was this, Mm. I can't, well, I, why is the bed, she's saying the bedroom is a mess. Well, what's going on? Well, I can't organize the bedroom until we've renovated. Okay. Yeah. But then what does that do? Well, then the clutter builds because it's too hard to put things away. It's too hard to do things. And then my ADHD goes wonky. Yeah. Because she's very susceptible when things are cluttered and disorganized. It's harder for her to think and do. You know, and sometimes we've adopted these approaches or these ideas back when we had the brain power to think something through and they made sense. But, but mm-hmm. like right now, I might not be able to recreate all the reasons why I landed at this. And so don't ask me because like I, I don't remember, but there was a reason, dang it. And then we, yeah. then we defend it later because it'll be like, I told you there was a reason, you know. And I am at the age and stage of life now where I'm realizing that sometimes I'm just being too stubborn about some of this. Yeah. And it, yeah. Okay. I'm tracking. Okay. Okay. And then another thing that I think you could call all or nothing thinking is, I was calling it big picture hyperfocus, is where we're so focused on one thing that nothing else oh, can get done. Yeah, that, that definitely happens. Yeah. So that's a variation um, of what I do think is it's this all or nothing. I have to do this thing. I have to do this thing right now and nothing else can get done. Yeah, you've given plenty now of different examples where I can see this tendency in my life in ways that are, I, I wouldn't have thought of them if you had just said, hey, you know, you, you engage or in, in this sort of all or nothing thinking. I'm like, no, I don't. I am a person of nuance, Dana. Yes, and this is nuance, exactly the word I was going to use. Mm. And I, um, the the big picture hyperfocus, um, I was my daughter's boyfriend is he's really excited about a project, and he does not have ADHD. He's got this beautifully, wonderfully functioning brain in many ways. Isn't that and nice he, to see? Oh God, thank you, thank you. Um, anyhow, he is very involved in this. Um, tech. He's a tech guy, and in this tech project, he's creating, and he's really excited about it. And this is what he wants to do in a lot of his spare time. But then he was doing. He had been in, uh, signed up for weekend training, something completely different over the weekend. And I was really worried about him. Oh, is he going to be able to go to the training? Is he going to be able to do that? Can he shift? And I asked him about it, and he said, "Well, yeah, I'm really excited about the tech project, but this thing's important too." And I'm, you know, the proverbial smack my forehead and said, of course, because you have a really well-functioning brain. I don't know that I could do that. Yeah. To you, opening up another browser tab is devastation at this moment. (laughs) To him, he's like, yeah, it's just another tab. I'm going to close it when I'm done. Just another tab and I'll get right back to the original thing. Oh, man. I I know I understand completely why you would why you would worry about him in that sense and it's funny yeah. now it's like do you see you tell really the story is. that's kind of funny because yeah. i would do the yeah. same thing i'd be like no 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 gotta gotta move that out a few months because i'm focused on this yeah i'm, I'm doing this now yeah. this is this is the thing right now i can't uh, can't change I, I the can't. subject yeah right right and i think maybe some of that is good like it probably helps us stay on track some sometimes 
sometimes. But, well, yeah, we have to do it in some respect, yeah. or else because then the thing we were excited about becomes not so interesting anymore, and then we're off onto something else. Well, yeah, because we're at our so, tab limit. If we open an, we, one tab, another tab <laughs> closes, and we just don't know which one, <laughs> and yeah, we won't ever right. be able to tell until <laughs> five right. years from now. We'd be like, what? Why did I stop working on that thing I was working on? Yeah. It was that weekend right. training, dang it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we have examples of this and Dana, you firmly convinced me that I am um in the right meeting. <laughs> All right. So, what do we do? How do we find the Goldilocks spot that just in the middle where it's just right? Well, you know what? I really don't know yet cuz I'm still creating all of this. I have some ideas. I think, but yeah. um, typically I, I have more tested solutions than I'm bringing to you today. So I, I if I can. it fun watching the sausage get made? It, no, it is. And I appreciate, I appreciate the fact that you're willing to do this in front of all of us, Dana. It's, it's, it represents great <laughs> trust in both me and in, in each of our dear listeners who are hearing well, this right now. I must admit, I had a point yesterday where I thought, you know, maybe we shouldn't talk about this one yet. But I know it's okay. Because because it would be an all or nothing thing. Like you either have to have it fully developed or not at all. Before, yeah, before exactly. I have to have it fully developed and look like I know everything in the world and I'm perfect or not at all. Okay. But, so I think one thing I can, I, can, I can say that I wrote down as we were, were, were working through this is like, this is mm-hmm. something I can notice when I feel there's a need for a certain outcome or a certain quality of outcome yeah. and, or a certain process. And yeah. sometimes that, like I could, fe- I can literally, like I'm actually, my, my stomach is tensed up. I'm feeling it right now. Like, uh, like I don't want to let go of my way of doing something. And it's, mm-hmm. I feel it. I can literally feel it right now. So, but, yeah. th- but I think it's, it's worth just noticing that not, not even that I'm going to go try to go change it necessarily, but just like, well, what the heck is that? Yeah. And that's the awareness. And I know, you know, it always starts with awareness with, with us, doesn't it, David? It and does, and yeah. so what I what I was thinking is notice which of the areas uh, resonates with you. Is it the perfectionism, procrastination, the constipation, planning, balance, extreme thinking, big picture, hyper focus, multiple areas? Is there something else? So you know, f- pick what resonates for you. And like for me, the perfectionism, I don't ever, I don't go there. Um, I'm I'm more on the not i have to make myself do things better um yeah so it's so just figure out and then start to notice how do you know what are your triggers are there like you feel it in your stomach to me i think the word can't probably comes in here pretty strongly somehow i can't do that I know for me, it may it may be that sometimes it's absolutes. Yeah, but there's also I have to like there's there's I, like underlying my my reason why I haven't filed that paperwork, for example, over the claim, mm-hmm. is because I am I absolutely do not want this to take a whole bunch of rounds of me having to produce more and more documentation and all this. I'd rather just get it all done at once and do it right, so that it like I have this airtight case. And in reality, if I had maybe filled out an online form or placed a phone call six months ago, I'd probably be done by now or yep. more a year ago. But I but but like, no, no, no. And so I'm 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 a little terrified of of actually, Dana, I'm I'll just be very vulnerable here. I'm afraid that I won't ever finish it because if it doesn't get done right the first time, I don't know if I'll have the energy mentally or otherwise to do it again or to do another round. 
but David, now you know that I know, and I'm going to be asking you about it. I know, it. I know. I should have never said anything, dang it. <laughs> no, but, yeah. it, but it's so but all just of that being vulnerable. Makes sense. Right? You know, there is a fear yeah. there. Like, oh, well, if it takes yeah. too many rounds, I'm never going to do it, and then I'm just going to be stuck with a car that's not fixed, which I have been for a year. Yeah. Pretty soon you'll sell the car anyway. It won't matter. But you can't sell it until you do this. All right. So so notice how it feels. Notice the language you use, I I believe. So is it, and what's behind it? So for you, it's the fear. For me, the paperless billing thing, that's a fear. It's a fear that I'm going to go back to how I used to be when everything was paid late and I didn't know what was due and I was always getting late fees and the finances were just this horrible horrible hot mess and i have this idea that either i am now paying my bills on time and everything's under control or i'm going to go back to to dana you know 1987 1.0 <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or 0.0.5 yeah, <laughs> yeah and and that makes sense i mean that's a valid fear i mean you've built systems along the way because they serve you well yes and does that system still serve me? Well, and uh, yeah, so I don't mean to just lend support to your fear and stoke it. <laughs> oh, good, David. Thank you. I don't have to change a thing. Yeah, you're justified in staying the way you are. Dang it. No, I'm kidding. But but no, and, and but but it does for something like that. That's like that hits the core. That hits the foundation. You know. Yeah. So I think there's a fear in there, probably for a lot of these. For both of us, there is Definitely, for that. Yeah, um, for me. No. Or I can't do it. I can't do it perfectly. I'm, I'm afraid I can't do it perfectly. What happens if I don't do things perfectly? Well, then I'm that, you know, 10-year-old kid again who's getting in trouble for whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah. I suspect there's there, there are triggers around things like that. And we need to look at them and see what's really going on here. And that's, where, that's the curiosity part, right? Mm -hmm. Rather get than curious. shame ourselves over it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Get curious. What's going on? Yeah. Okay. And another another thing that we talk, talked about this when we talked about perfection is thinking, what's good enough? Yeah. Is this a, one of the success club women? And I, I probably mentioned this before, she, which her saying is, is, is this a, a Cadillac or a Ford Fiesta or whatever, you know, low model car? You know, what what really has to happen here? How good does this happen? Which one do I need right now? Right. Which one do I need? Maybe I don't need the the all version i don't I, I don't want the yeah. nothing version but maybe somewhere in between right what's the in between would be okay you know <sighs> what how long will this really take me if the, if you're the one that's that says oh this is gonna take me forever really how long and and okay well and when you when i start asking clients that question they usually say well okay it'll take me 10 minutes and you felt guilty about this and how many hours have you spent thinking about it because you're procrastinating yeah yeah and how much time have you spent in the shame shower over it right yeah yeah well this is worth thinking about dana whether you have it fully formed or not i Good. appreciate you trotting this out in front of us because you've given me something to think about right now and also i need to go take a break <laughs> Okay. <laughs> From my day. Excellent. I'm, I'm like, I'm out of commission. Okay. No, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> kind of kidding. I'm just overdone. I'm overdone. I'm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm crispy. No, I'm, I'm really. All I'm right. Really not, 
David and, and listeners, dearest listeners, thanks for letting me, um, thanks for helping me make the sausage. Well, yeah, and and maybe Dina, maybe we should just mention this, dear listener. What are, what are the what are you hearing that in this? What do you what came to your mind? <laughs> what is this? Is this valid? Is this is this train of thought something that you've experienced? Let us know. Just drop us an email. Send it to hello at kicksomeadhd.com. We would love to hear from you. It just takes a second. Open your email app. Hello at kicksomeadhd.com, and we will value hearing from you about. You're all or nothing. All or nothing. Yeah. Thinking. Excellent. Thank you. Thanks, David. Thanks, everybody. Go out and have a great week and aim for that Goldilocks spot. What's just right? So, what do you think? Is Kick Some ADHD making a difference in your life? If so, join the movement. Help Dana and me help more people. Just share Kick Some ADHD with your people and leave a rating and review in your podcast app. It does help us spread the word that living with ADHD doesn't have to be so hard. <laughs>